Hi there, welcome to Bible Slash Chat. Uh, Gus, hi. <coughs> How are you, John? I'm I was actually... ready for business. Did you see me? I was like, all right. <laughs> bring it on, bring it Let's on. Let's get Zechariah yeah. oh. going. All right, we're going to do that? Yeah, All right. Not? So we've been going through the uh, minor prophets in our... Uh, in yeah. our. Why don't you ask yourself that question? I'm not asking the question. We've been going through the minor prophets. Uh, you like the minor prophets, I right? love the minor prophets. Okay. Uh, but I've been really surprised by Zechariah. Yeah, me too, actually. Though I've read him, I, I never preached it. Yeah, uh, yeah. I've been really amazed by mm. it. So uh, we've been going through it uh, with the care groups. I want you to... if Can you give us a succinct... No. Uh, <laughs> I'm a preacher, Gus. Succinct is not my gift. Just um, Pretend like this is a... <laughs> now, can you like... Gun to your head. Yeah. Can you help us uh, with it? I, I At least help us with the themes that we're seeing uh-huh. in this book. Um, I know our care group has been blessed going through this book. Uh, give, give us just... At least the first six chapters. Yeah. We don't have to go into seven and eight. We don't have to get to the easy stuff. Just yeah. the hard visions. Just the hard yeah. visions. Okay, so uh, I'll give you I'll give you what I think is a summary. Yeah. And it doesn't start in chapter one. It actually starts in chapter six. So in chapter six, we have this uh, statement uh, which closes out the visions. And it's in verses 12 and 13. And uh, in verse 12 of chapter 6, he says, Then say to him, Thus says the Lord of hosts, Behold, a man whose name is Branch. We don't have time to go into this, but that's the Messiah, right? Yeah. Uh, Isaiah chapter 11, Jeremiah chapter 23, verse 5. It's the Messiah. It says, He will branch out from where he is, and he will build the temple of the Lord. Yes, it is he who will build the temple mm-hmm. of the Lord, and he will he who will bear the honor and sit and rule on his throne. Thus he will be a priest on his throne, and the council of peace will, between, be, be, will be between the two offices. Okay, so that, I think, is actually the summary of all the visions. So all the visions of chapters 1 through 6 actually find their conclusion in this one who will come, the Messiah, and his, his role is to rule, to be the king, and then to build the temple. Mm. So the temple and the reality of worship is super important because in Zechariah's day, what are they doing? Yeah, what are they? What are they busy doing? What's their responsibility? The temple. Right, so, so they're Zerub- supposed to build. The they're supposed to build yeah. the temple. So Zerubbabel is, Zerubbabel is supposed to be building the temple, yeah. and what these visions are doing is showing, like, hey, you guys are building a temple. And that's a good thing, but ultimately, what's going to happen is the Messiah will come and he'll build a greater yeah. temple, which should be massively encouraging to these guys because yeah. what God is saying to them is, look, I have an eternal plan that yeah. deals with the glory, my glory in the temple, mm-hmm. and you guys are a part of that as you're putting the temple together. So every single vision actually links together for that purpose. So if you look at the first vision, you have this kind of confusing thing about the the patrol on the yeah, earth. Yeah. Very confusing at first. But actually what you find out is what God is saying is that he is actually going to bless the nation of Israel. And if you look at chapter 1, verse 16, it says, Thus says the Lord of hosts, uh, I will return to Jerusalem with compassion. My house will be built in it, mm. declares the Lord of hosts, and a measuring line will be stretched over Jerusalem. So you have the, the picture of a measuring line, which, mm. is an act, which is an act of construction. You have the house being built. And, and then the second vision, when you have the horns and the, and the, and the craftsmen, what yeah. are craftsmen for? It's the exact same word that's used yeah. in the old, uh, in the mosaic, uh, in the Pentateuch for the building of the Mosaic Tabernacle. Yeah. So you have the craftsmen who are there to build the temple. Mm. So again, you have craftsmen who will build the temple. The third vision in chapter two, you have God's favor upon Zion. And what you read in verses five and six is that uh, if in verse five of chapter two, it says, uh, uh, I'm sorry, verse four, he says, and, and, sa- and said to him, run, speak to that young man saying, Jerusalem will be inhabited without walls because of the multitude of men and cattle within it. For I, declares the Lord, will be the wall of fire around her, and I will be the glory in her midst. So he's, what he's, what's he saying? He's saying the Messiah will dwell in the middle of the city of Jerusalem. Well, where does God dwell in the Old Testament? And he dwells yeah. in his house, which yeah. is the temple. 
Same thing in chapter 3 with the vision of Joshua as the high priest. You have him as a high priest, and then in verse 7, he actually says, If you perform my service, then you will also govern my house and have charge of my courts. I will grant you free access among these who are here. So again, language of the temple being rebuilt. Same in chapter 4. He points to Zerubbabel and he says, look, now king, so we have... We have political leader, spiritual leader. The political leader now comes and works side by side with the spiritual leader to build the house of God. And that's made explicit there in verse 9. So again, you have temple focus. The flying scroll. The yeah. scroll is the size of the of the portico of the temple. And then it's, it talks about an ephah, which is, a, which is a, a spiritual amount, right, because of the temple. And you have the removal of, of idolatry from the land of Israel so that mm. access to God is granted, access into the temple of mm. God is granted through the removal of of, um, of evil. And then finally in chapter 6, again, we have the same temple language, right? The wrath is appeased on the earth, yep. and God allow, which allows for God to dwell in the city of Jerusalem. And from the city of Jerusalem, he branches out and mm. produces peace for the nation of Israel. So all of these things are focused on the temple, and they all come together in the middle vision, which is the vision of Joshua, and his cleansing, and the, his place as a priest, and then Zerubbabel as the king. So you put those two things together, you get the key, priest king. Well, you have two men in the Old Testament, right? You have two men that Zechariah sees. Ultimately, the visions are pointing to the one man who mm-hmm. will fulfill both offices, who will build the temple of God, who will dwell in the middle of the city of Jerusalem, who will branch out mm-hmm. and control the whole earth with his authority. So in many ways, the visions are about Jesus. It's actually pointing to this time when Christ will come. He'll build the temple. He'll fulfill these promises to the nation of Israel. And all of this will come mm-hmm. to pass uh, in the time that the two offices come yeah. together and he fulfills his role. Yeah. So that's, I think, like a summary, quick summary of all those visions. I have a question. <laughs> Obviously, it was great. You did a good job. But um, so what? <laughs> yes, such a good question. That's what I asked my character yeah, last yeah. night. So what? Yeah. I mean, why does it matter? Why Why do you yeah. think it matters? Why do you think it matters, guys? <laughs> I think it matters I mean, in I, every I, possible way. But go ahead. Yeah, why, why would you, what would you say? I mean, we can pick. There's many things. There's a ton. I, I mean, the number one thing is God's faithfulness, right? Amen. Yeah, um, absolutely. You know, even talking about God. God's attributes. I mean, yeah. you see his faithfulness with Israel, his patience, yeah. uh, Israel's sin. Um, I mean, even Joshua being yeah. filthy. Uh, I mean, horrendous picture, right? Yeah. And yet, God is faithful to you know to His own promise because yeah. He can't deny Himself as yeah, Paul he won't says, deny right? Yep, he won't. Exactly. So uh, he'll cease being God if he yeah. is not faithful to His promise. Mm. And all of it goes back to that promise He made Abraham. Yeah. Uh, so many years ago, and he still is yet to fulfill. You know, chapter yeah. seven and eight are dealing with future worship, yeah. uh, wrong worship, and right worship, but future, future worship, and, yeah, and totally. the millennium, which is incredible to think yeah. about that. So, yeah, absolutely. The other thing that helps me with this too, I think, like, or that is helpful here. Like, I think it's easy for us to get caught up in the political world. You know, yeah. you watch too much Fox News, yeah. a little too much time on social media, you get caught up in the political world, and I mean things can just be very difficult to watch in the political world. But what what we're being told here is that the kingship of the world belongs to Christ. Yeah, yeah. And he will take his place as the yeah. ruler of the world. Yeah. He'll sit on the throne. He will branch out. He'll control the whole yeah. world. And no one is going to stand in his way when he yeah. does that. You know, yeah. So we can just look forward and say, hey, we know that this is very bad right now. But the badness that we're experiencing now is ultimately bringing blessing not yeah. only to the world but to us personally. So you just rest in the sovereignty of God and His in His plan to bring yeah. Christ to the throne. That's incredible. And it's cool to think too that it's real. Yeah. I mean, I think sometimes it's you read this stuff and you're like, wow, those are crazy visions, and you know, it talks about yeah. Jesus and He's going to do these things. 
a day will really come when just as much as you and I are sitting here, Christ is going to sit on a throne in the city of Jerusalem and he will exercise authority over the whole earth and we'll be with him. Yeah. And that's crazy. Yeah. So it's incredible. Yeah. Incredible. Thanks so much. Yeah. yeah. Well, hope that's helpful for you. Zachariah is a difficult book, but uh, we've been enjoying it. So uh, if you have any more questions, feel free to reach out and we'd love to get in touch with you. Our email address is info at faithbibleoc.org. Thanks.